Hello, and welcome to the North Boroughs Beat, the podcast that features the people, businesses, and events of Pittsburgh's North Boroughs. My name is Judy Pastor, and I am your host. Today is September 29th, and we are recording at the historic Greenstone United Methodist Church in Avalon. Greenstone houses a number of nonprofit organizations. In this episode, we will talk to Rachel Smith about one of the newest Saltworks Theater Company. Welcome to the North Rose Beat, Rachel. Please introduce yourself and tell us about your position at Saltworks Theater Company. Hi, I'm Rachel. Um, I am the production manager at Saltworks Theater Company, uh, which means that my job entails a lot of different things, but mostly I direct uh, the actors for our school assemblies tour, and I also run our young actors studio where we teach classes and camps for kids. Neat. Well, can you give us a quick history of the Saltworks Theater Company and how it came to be located in Avalon? Sure. So Saltworks actually got its start in the early 80s when a group of theater artists were approached about creating a play about uh, drugs and alcohol for high school students to be for, to be performed at school assemblies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those theater artists created a show called I Am the Brother of Dragons that really focused on sort of a typical family unit and a son who um, starts using different substances and sort of um, that escalates and the impact on the family. Mm-hmm. And that was um, popular and successful. And so Saltworks was sort of founded as a place to create more of these social issue plays mm-hmm. uh, to perform for kids about a number of issues. Um, we've covered a lot of issues over the years. Um, and so that is still going strong. And along the way, we added our Young Actors Studio to teach theater to kids so they could be doing theater as well. Uh, we've been in a couple different locations since the 1980s. Um, before Avalon, we were in Oakland at Church of the Ascension oh, okay. uh, for uh, over a decade. Uh, but they were planning a huge renovation, um, moving mm-hmm. their spaces around. And so we were going to lose our office spaces there and started to look oh. for somewhere new mm-hmm. to land, uh, which all happened before the pandemic, which made moving a little bit strange. Uh, But we were looking for a space where we could have office space, we could have performance space, we could have storage space, uh, and we found Greenstone. So that's how we ended up here in Avalon. Oh, that's great. Well, parking is probably easier here. Yes, much easier than Oakland, absolutely. (laughs) Great. So how do you come up with the subjects for your plays? We have, um, we have an advisory board um, that consists of educators, mental health professionals, and so sometimes they will throw a subject at us. Um, one of our most recent plays that we're working on is on mental health and wellness for kids. Mm-hmm. So someone will say, hey, this is what students are dealing with. We need to play about it. Or um, someone else will come to us with an idea, um, one of our plays we worked on a couple of years ago we started a couple years ago is about vaping so once Mm. vaping sort of became an issue for educators and youth and parents we decided let's write a show about that Mm -hmm. um so really we try to we every couple of years every year or two we're creating new plays based on what what we think children youth teens need some education about Mm -hmm. oh that's great and who does the the actual playwriting we have we've commissioned playwrights before um we have playwrights that have worked with us we're looking for a very specific play that is for a 45 minute assembly uh has five actors that's very portable can travel uh, so all of our plays are original pieces and we've commissioned playwrights in the past and now we've actually our last couple of plays we are using um current and former tour actors to help us write the plays in-house so they oh, really wow. know what it is that works well for us what works well for the students so we're sort of 
from the very beginning to the very end of the production, creating everything here at Saltworks. And what kind of schools do you go to? Public, private, high schools, elementary? All of them. Uh, we sort of promote our assemblies as K through 12 school assemblies, but we have done community events as well. We've gone to libraries, community days, uh, evening events that are open to parents in the community, but most of what we do is school assemblies. We do have grants that provide assemblies to all of the Pittsburgh public schools. Oh, um, okay. So we hit the Pittsburgh public schools, but then we also do um, suburban schools, private schools, Catholic schools, really anyone who wants an assembly. Uh, we also do some out-of-state traveling. Most mm. of our shows happen here, but we've gone to Ohio, West Virginia, New Jersey, um, some overnight travels oh, as well. Right. So sort of the whole tri-state area. And how do the kids receive this message? They, I think it's, it, it takes them back a little bit because they, we're not giving them any information that's brand new to them. They've gotten this information from parents, from teachers, uh, from health classes. So nothing is brand new to them, but we like to present it in a way a way that's new to them. So they're watching a play, they're entertained, they're engaged, they don't feel like anyone's talking at them or lecturing to them or teaching them. They're just watching a play at an assembly. Um, but our goal is always to have characters on stage they identify with. So when they see those characters making choices and the consequences that happen from either healthy or unhealthy choices, they can identify with that, say, oh, that's my friend on stage, that's me on stage. Mm -hmm. And so they sort of see these choices play out in a way that makes sense to them, that resonates with them, uh, and they don't always realize how much they're learning, we hope, as they're entertained by our shows. Wow, I wish they had had this whenever I was in high school. Jeez, <laughs> sounds great. Are there question and answer periods? Absolutely, yeah. So our, our elementary school shows, we aim for being interactive. So we ask the audience questions during the show. Um, we have the audience come up and help us solve a problem on stage. It's very oh, interactive okay. with the elementary audience. Mm -hmm. Middle school and high school, not so much. They're not always interested in playing with us. <laughs> uh, but after each assembly, there is a Q&A period where mm -hmm. the actors come out and they introduce themselves to the audience, they answer questions, they ask questions, they really sort of moderate conversations about the issues that have happened. So with an elementary school audience, that might be, hey, what did you think about the story about responsibility? You know, who in your class is responsible? What's, mm -hmm. uh, give us an example of when you were kind to someone. Uh, for middle school and high school audience, that can look like, you know, if a student asks, what do I do if my friend is vaping and is having trouble quitting? So those sort of real-life conversations, we like to point them to resources at their school, in their home, their community, tell them, you know, we, we are not mental health experts, we're not medical experts, we are here to give you the information and send you to the resources mm -hmm. so you can make good choices. And that's very timely because I'm not sure if you're aware of Northgate and Avonworth both have a Be the Kind Kid campaign. I don't know if you've ever seen No. Oh, yes, that's really, I'll have to give you some of the yeah, information yeah. about that. But that's, a, it was invented, I believe, in Avonworth at okay. the elementary school. Be the kind kid. Be the kind kid, and that's a hashtag. And you'll see kids with, um, if you walk up in Bellevue, uh -huh. you'll see kids with the t-shirts. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. And I think it's wonderful. One of our um, newest elementary school shows is... Um, heavily heavily inspired by mr rogers neighborhood and mm -hmm. sort of i like you just the way you are and kindness is the way to success so oh yeah that's great well now we were talking about your actors being mm -hmm. interactive so tell us about your actors and how they 
come to be in to Saltworks Theater Company. Yeah, so we have we have five adult professional actors who perform all of our shows. So they learn six to eight different shows. They're performing all of those characters for all of the assemblies. Uh, they travel around together in our van. And they do everything themselves. They set up the show. They perform. They do the Q&A. They tear down the show. They're responsible for everything. They're amazing um, at what they do. They are um, generally, um, they are theater graduates, recently graduated from college, um, who want to want to act and want to get paid to act, which is amazing, and also are interested in education and youth and using theater to spread messages and educate people. Uh, we've had tour actors in the past who are actually our students as Young Actors Studio students who have come oh, really? back to us as tour actors. Uh, we have teaching artists who have turned into touring actors, tour actors who have turned into teaching artists. Um, so yeah, we hold auditions uh, each year for five tour actors, uh, and then they get to spend the school year with us performing all these shows. Oh, and you mentioned the Young Actors Studio. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So the Young Actors Studio has been on hiatus during the pandemic. Um, with the move from Oakland to Avalon and the pandemic, we sort of shut that down for a while. But we teach workshops, classes, and camps for kids and teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we uh, we have summer camps. We put on productions. We have classes. Something I think that... Uh, is a little bit unique to us. Or some one of our goals is we really focus on process over product mm-hmm. and theater as a life skill. Oh. So our goal is not to produce, you know, Broadway stars. That would be amazing. But our goal is really <laughs> all kids are welcome, no matter experience level. Um, we want kids to use theater to learn things that everyone wants their kids to have, like mm-hmm. teamwork and collaboration, mm-hmm. uh, confidence in public speaking, yes, but yes. also things like emotional expressiveness and empathy, and all of those, um, all of those life skills that you get from theater and watching characters and acting as characters and working together to create this very visceral, physical art. So that's our goal, is really to have everyone come in, have a wonderful time, learn at their own pace, and leave just feeling confident like they've created art and they are more in tune with their emotions and everyone else and so that's our goal oh that sounds great is it generally an after-school program or is it saturdays during the semesters our fall and spring classes are one evening a week okay. uh, and then we have saturday workshops and then during the summer we have different versions of one week summer camps oh, and then yeah uh and then the goal is to once we sort of have ourselves reestablished here also do a yearly production where they have they rehearse for a few weeks mm-hmm. and then they produce a show and put on a play for the community and their parents and everyone to come see them perform and what they've accomplished. Oh, that is very cool. Well, I'm hoping that with the pandemic winding down finally, you'll be able to get that going. Yes, our goal is to relaunch the studio in January. So we're giving ourselves time to sort of let things settle. We um, Our tour was virtual last year, which was a big change for us. So we're moving back into live performances this okay. year. So once we have that on its feet, next goal is getting the studio back up and running. So January, we'll be open, reopening our studio. Do you ever do plays for adults? I know I get a lot out of the children's sermon at church. Uh-huh. Sometimes I can pay more attention to that than you know the regular sermon. Yes. And uh, I think that's wonderful. I just wondered if, if you have an adult audience. 
we not currently in the past we have done we've been commissioned to do shows for adult audiences we've also done some of our middle school high school shows for adult audiences um something we did over the pandemic was we actually created some radio plays because there wasn't a lot happening uh-huh. so we got some of our tour actors in some of them wrote some plays and we performed some radio plays so we could be creating art in the time of the pandemic uh, so those are available on our website and we're also hoping to once we sort of get our footing and get reestablished um we always have the option of doing things like a, a holiday show for the community or... Mm. Um, oh, that would be great. Yeah. I'd so like that. Our goal is to sort of uh, introduce ourselves to the community by putting on some sort of community performance that's very mm-hmm. family-friendly and accessible, but not necessarily geared just towards kids. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Now, do any of your actors, do they go on to go to other stages, like in Pittsburgh or Broadway or where do... Do they use this as a stepping stone to something else? Some, yeah, a lot of them do. Um, a lot of them are uh, recent college graduates, so they're mm-hmm. looking for they graduated college and they're figuring out what city do I want to live in, where do I want to go, um, and things like you know a, a move to New York right after college can be a big step for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> so instead, they can sort of have you know land in Pittsburgh. They can have um, work for the tour during the day, which is Monday through Friday during school hours. They're mm-hmm. acting for us and they're getting paid to act. Their nights and weekends are free, though, so they can be auditioning for the many theater companies that are in Pittsburgh. Uh, And I would say that we like our tour actors to stick around for a couple of years, but it's not a permanent job. They're here for a couple of years, and then they're moving on somewhere else with their experience under their belt. Yeah. It must be fun to watch their uh, careers progress. It is, yeah. It's it's fun to see, hear back from, you know, who's in New York doing a show and who's moved to L.A. and who has kids at this point, who married another tour actor and had kids (laughs) and sort of where are they now? Oh, that's cool. Well, um, do you do any um, cooperation with other organizations, other theater corp organizations in town? So we've uh, we've worked with groups in the past. We've worked with the Children's Hospital. We've done programming with oh, their wow. patients. Uh-huh. Uh, we worked with Big Brothers Big Sisters to do workshops there. Okay. Um, we have worked with uh, we actually worked with a rehabilitation facility to create a piece of theater with their clients about. Uh, addiction and recovery and how they wanted to be perceived by the community Uh Um, so we are definitely open to working with organizations Uh, Mm -hmm. we are looking forward to sort of uh, making friends in our new location and finding theater companies and nonprofits uh, to sort of say how can we how can we partner with you to create pieces of theater and to share our theater with you and yeah our goal is always educate through theater because we feel like it's such an important way to identify with and examine an issue that feels low pressure and low stress for the audience because Mm -hmm. they just get to watch and observe but also learn at the same time oh great and how long have you been in at greenstone we have been in greenstone since last may okay so a couple months into the pandemic we moved and then things were very quiet at the building for a long time while everyone was working from home okay and now things are starting to really start to liven up here in the building so we're getting to know our neighbors a little better okay so north borough's people they are here saltworks is here and they're looking to uh to meet you absolutely oh good good um, well, I did recognize a few North Bros names on your list of advisors and um, directors. Tim Hartman, mm-hmm. uh, for example, he's pretty active in the uh, 
drama. He is. Area. Tim has done. Uh, Tim's done some shows for us. I mentioned we've done shows for adults in the past. Uh, Tim's done several shows with us, uh, including uh, a one-person show he's done, Cotton Patch Gospel. He's done with us a few times. So oh, we wow. love Tim, and he's performed with us. Uh-huh. Uh, he has performed at our um, ben- fundraiser benefits for us. We've had some comedy nights where he's performed. So uh-huh. he's a longtime friend of Saltworks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's. Uh, I believe he still lives in Ben Ave, and I know he's a, an Avonworth graduate because mm-hmm. I'm. His brother was in my class so, <laughs> at Avonworth, so uh, that's really great. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so what else do your advisors do and your um, directors? Sure. So we have a board of directors um, that they are, they do a lot of fundraising for us, which is okay. amazing. So our board of directors, um, they organize fundraisers. They support us in so many ways. We also have an advisory board. Uh, a lot of, they advise us for things like financial stuff. They also, if we're working on a new show, we have mental health advisors, we have educational advisors. They tell us, are our scripts accurate? Are they accessible? Are they what the students are looking for? Okay. Um, so we wanna make sure that anything that we are putting out has a stamp of approval from experts in that field. Like mm-hmm. we say, we are, we're not medical professionals, but we have them advising us. <laughs> oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. Wow. So uh, what do you like best about the Greenstone Church here and being located here in Avalon? I, I noticed from your website, I believe you are you using the sanctuary we for are. rehearsals? Uh, we've actually been rehearsing in the sanctuary, which has been fun. Uh, and we we like sharing the building. There are a lot of nonprofits here doing very mm-hmm. cool things. So uh, we like being in a space where other people have like-minded passions. The Cove is doing an art program after school. Mm-hmm. Um, North Hills Community Outreach is doing so much stuff for the community. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot happening in this building where people are, are just committed to helping others and teaching others. And it feels great to be in a building where all of that is happening all at once. I think that's so exciting because this is a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I know that the church uh, enrollment has been up and down mm-hmm. over the years and it's just wonderful to see this beautiful historic building being utilized mm-hmm. and, and so many good people and young people too bringing some life into this yeah. it's i think it's really a positive um so uh how can if our listeners want to learn more about uh, saltworks theater company mm-hmm. what how can they learn more? Sure. So we are on social media, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as Saltworks Theater Company. Right now, most of our posts are from our tour actors who are in rehearsal, posting pictures of behind the scenes and rehearsals and costumes. Uh-huh. So it's a good way to see what they're doing on the road. Uh, it's also where we do updates on the Young Actors Studio. There's also mm-hmm. our website, saltworks.org, where you can sign up for mailing lists to get information. Um, so I was, yeah, the website and social media to sort of keep tabs on us and also mm-hmm. find out more about us. That's great. And is there anything else you'd like to add to to the podcast? Anything that you want to tell us? Uh, I'll just put in a little, talk a little bit about our, our newest show I'm super excited about. Oh, we good. are working yes. on, so our two new shows this year are going to be, there's an elementary school show. Uh, focusing on wellness, mental and physical wellness for elementary school kids that has a superhero theme and they're learning about making healthy choices um, and also just sort of emotional health and mental wellness taking care of themselves. And we're also working on a middle school, high school show that focuses on mental wellness. It takes sort of a deeper dive into things like depression and anxiety. We're trying to normalize things like therapy and talking about those symptoms and realizing that our 
uh, our teenagers right now are struggling with mental health a lot of the time and don't always have the vocabulary or the resources to identify what's happening. So our goal is to really normalize talking about that um, and giving them the resources they need and letting them see characters on stage who are going through what they're going through so they don't feel so alone in their experience. Have you done any plays that have to do with the pandemic? We haven't. No, that's one of our, the elementary school show, we've talked about things like, what is it like to be doing virtual learning? How does that impact your focus and also your stress level? So that was sort of what uh, sparked part of the focus on the mental wellness for elementary school kids was our education advisory board telling us things like, these kids are at home doing virtual learning and they're, they're struggling. It's hard. Um, We want them to learn things like, how do I do a mental wellness check-in? How do I do self-care at a younger age than we've been talking about that in the past? So it's definitely a a part of our wellness show is that sort of aspect of taking responsibility for your mental health at a younger age than maybe we thought we needed to. And how far in advance do schools generally schedule you? Uh, Anywhere from a couple of weeks to a a few months. Sometimes we'll start the school year and have a spring show already on the calendar booked. They know it's happening. Sometimes we'll get a phone call or email saying, hey, can we have an assembly in two weeks? Uh, It really varies. Uh, And this year, I think it's going to be a little bit weird for scheduling. I I feel for schools and all that they are are dealing with. Um, Yeah, but we have some... uh, shows on the calendar already. We are so excited to get back into schools uh, mm-hmm. and get in front of an audience. Uh, virtual programming was was not the same. We missed having that interaction with the kids mm-hmm. in a very a very physical space. Yeah, I know it's a few of the high schools have had to have, you know, a virtual uh, musicals. The spring musicals mm-hmm. a big deal around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Northgate did theirs outdoors, mm-hmm. which was very cool. I, I really enjoyed that. And Avonworth did theirs online, and theirs was excellent, but I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, it's just not the, the same. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, there's, well, you should, I'm sure you'll get some interest from around here because there are a lot of talented kids in both schools. Mm-hmm. So, and very active in the um, musical theater yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, you can hook up with some of the, the teachers there. Absolutely. Well, I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for coming on and having us, you know, talk about the Saltworks Theater Company. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and so this was Rachel Smith, and she, you know, we will put all of her, we'll put all the uh, contact information in the show notes, and that way you can, you know, if you, if anyone wants to talk more about this is can they contact you rachel absolutely yes um our contact information is on our website um you can email you can call um we would love to chat about what we are doing now that we've landed in avalon and really get ourselves spreading out and being more involved in our new community oh yeah and i think you'll really connect with the be the kind kid from both yes absolutely so that's Mm -hmm. wonderful okay thank you have a great day thanks